Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is episode, you just told me a while ago what I it was. I literally just said it. And I don't remember. 180. Wow. 180. We're only 20 episodes away from the big 200. That's crazy, John. The, the two. Ooh, that's what I'll call it. No. It's great. It's a good name. Good name for it. All right. So this week on the podcast, <laughs> we have lots of cool things to talk about. Yeah. Two of which happened today. Yeah. But all of them preempt what we told you we were going to talk about last mm, week. True. Which is the, uh, we were going to do a Gears of War 4 review. Yeah. But uh, all of this stuff just out of the blue, all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, they're amazing. And we're slackers. Oh, yeah. And and we didn't actually uh, finish the game. We didn't actually play the game nearly as much as we planned. I mean, we played it. I would say, okay, we played it for probably about six hours so far. Yeah, that's right. Something like that? Uh, maybe maybe a little bit more. Maybe, yeah, no, not, no uh, not more. Not more. Definitely not Five more. Five or six, Yeah, because like, we were going to play it over the weekend. We ended up not being able to play it over the weekend. Just schedules couldn't sync up, that yeah. sort of thing. We were literally texting back and forth. <laughs> like, I would be like, hey, I, I'm, uh, I'm ready to get on. You're like, oh, man, I can't right now. And then, like, you text back, hey, I'm getting on. I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing this. <laughs> and then, I'm, like, I would text back, like, okay, I'm ready. And, like, no response. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm asleep. <laughs> and then two hours later, like, hey, I just woke up. I can get on now. I'm like, well, now I'm going to bed. <laughs> so. I love it. Anyway, I love it. So, we, we yeah. Well, next week. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. But that all is fine because we've got two rather large things, Chris. First of all. Yeah. The Nintendo NX has been unveiled as the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that's, that's very true. It has. <laughs> the we'll, Nintendo Switch. We'll talk about that. We will. And I'm, I'm forever going to be putting the emphasis on Nintendo rather than Switch because they want me to call it the Nintendo Switch. You know, it's like the Xbox One, not the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm going to be calling this the Nintendo Switch as if it's like a Switch that you turn Defined on or not. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right, all, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. I've got yeah. lots of thoughts. You've got lots of thoughts. Yeah. I, we might be at odds on this one. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but then the bigger one. Well, we'll talk about that in the news. Oh. Should we? I don't know. I, mean, I feel news? like the whole thing is going to be like news, you know? I mean, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So the other one, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. The game I've been waiting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> years for. <laughs> And is in every one of my E3 predictions. It's finally here. It was quite quite the dynamic uh, response there, like reaction, Chris. That was an uh, that was an amazing occurrence. But first, Chris, let's talk about what we've been up to this week. We've been, like I said, we've played some Gears of War. So let's touch on Gears of War for a, a couple of seconds here. Ah. Um, we Wait. played another chapter of Gears of War. Yeah. And uh, are we still enjoying our time with it? Oh, yeah. I'm loving my time with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Phenomenal. Me too. There's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of good things, and we'll get into the details, the nitty-gritty details of that. Um, but there's some like cool new style gameplay that we encountered the, the the end of our play session last time that I thought was really cool. Um, you're looking at me confused, like you don't remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah, okay. It was yeah. the end of uh, end of that, that second act or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Very cool stuff. But... Other than that, Chris, what have you been up to this week? Man. Um, like. Did, did you go see a movie? I did go see a movie. Okay. There it is. So, okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you right now. So we're getting ready for our, our uh, Halloween party tomorrow night. Yeah. 
And I was up to like three in the morning last night. That's and wild. yeah. And so like my brain's kinda shot. Yeah. Kinda had like been nursing a headache all day. And you didn't you didn't stab yourself in the in the hand again because oh, no, you no, didn't no. tell that story on the podcast. That happened. That, that I mean if that's gonna happen, it's gonna happen tomorrow night. Oh. Yeah. Let's not let that happen. No, again. no, I don't want it to happen either. And and so <laughs> I uh yeah, like really like the only thing that's in my brain basically is the last like twenty four hours and it's yeah. just like trying to deal with it because I haven't like your brain when you sleep processes it out processes all this information out that's right know? like it goes oh how do I how do I store all of this information right now it has no way to store it it's, it's it just hasn't, it hasn't dealt with it yet yeah it's you all can't sitting there piling up it's so weird man it's like you're it's like your ram so anyway um yes uh okay so Monday night what did I do on my I'm trying to remember what did I do on Monday night I I don't know Chris there was some oh bowling I'm still in the bowling league so yeah, okay. yeah. how are you doing in the bowling league um Let's talk about that for so a second. So last week I had my highest game <gasps> in the league. Congratulations. Not, not, not the highest game in the league, but oh, my highest game. Your highest game. So a yeah. PR, like a personal yeah, best. Yeah, it was a PR. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was well, one, 130. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So not extremely great, but it's better than I was. Dude, that's that's uh, that's a legit score. Like I feel like you're getting you're getting to the point where it's like you're you're doing good things. Yeah, I'm not consistent with it yet. I'm, like, I, I'm consistently around the hundreds, which is good. Yeah. Because I started out consistently in the 80s. Yeah, definitely. So I'm getting better. Yeah, well, I mean, this score is is like, well, you said the 80s. Okay, so it's not quite twice. the. Whenever you get to the 160s, you are twice as as skilled as you were whenever you started. True. Um, so I, uh, on Tuesday, I went to go see a movie. Tell me about this movie, Chris. I went to go see Shin Godzilla. Ooh. I'll put the uh, the the trailer for it in the podcast notes yeah. at steamtargetpodcast.com. It's a good movie. Yeah? Very Japanese. Yeah? Well, it's, I mean, it is a Japanese movie. Yeah. Um, like, t- tell tell a little bit about what this movie actually is. Yeah, cause... So, well, so this is like from the, <laughs> from the, the studio that... That did the first original Godzilla. They're now finally doing another Godzilla movie. Yeah, which the first original Godzilla, if anyone remembers that, you didn't watch it and go, man, that that's not a Japanese movie. No, that's not really my point. My point is like even with like the 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 themes Mm. and it's very slow. Like it's not what you think. Like don't go into this thinking you're getting a lot of like Godzilla because you're not. But that's you not could, like that, that, that's not abnormal, I would say, for like you know the the, the original like Godzilla movie. You know, I mean, it's like this is that seems similar to the you're original getting Godzilla less Godzilla than the original than Godzilla. The original Godzilla. Oh, man, yeah, um, there's more Shin, less Godzilla. I don't even know what the Shin is. <laughs> so, good movie. It's all uh, so the the movie the movie experience was weird. Like at first, like this that has nothing to do with the movie, with like the 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 theater I went to. I absolutely hate Carmack Cinemas. I'm just gonna say it. I can't stand them. I'm so sorry, but I don't like them. <laughs> I, like it's rare that I have even a decent experience at a Carmack Cinema. Yeah, I I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like I go in usually, and I'm like, it kind of like. It, Man, it's like I ha- I hate to get onto it because like I haven't only I've only been to the ones in this area yeah. as well like so maybe it's just the ones in our maybe. area and like the other ones are fine but it's like I go in sometimes and it's like it's like you got a fifty fifty chance of like whether or not it smells like kind of like a chlorine pool yeah you know, like a, mean, po- a hotel pool or a hotel lobby you kind of feel like that vibe there's always but like it's not like there's a issues. bed waiting for it you at the end there's like a uh, there's a, a a theater, dark theater, dark room that doesn't have enough circulation, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not even, it's not even that. It's like there's always AV issues and that, and that I just, like, it's just inexcusable. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like I, you know, like it's too loud, too quiet. You gotta, yeah, you, it's, you gotta see, be able to see and hear the movie in order to enjoy it. Anyway, it is a video and audio medium. Once, Chris. once we got going, once we got rolling and had restarted the movie, uh, we jump into this to the film. Um, lots of talking heads. The entire like front half of this movie, people totally reading their scripts. Hmm. Like on screen, hmm. like and they would they would cover it by like someone coming up behind them and handing them a piece, a piece of paper, like it was like an urgent like memo or something. But they were just, just straight up reading their lines. Like you saw, like there was a close up, like or a, a zoomed in shot, like through someone's like uh, arm and piece of paper, like you know, and you were like, focused on someone across the table or whatever. You can totally see it's just, they're holding the script. <laughs> With the lines on That's it. kind of awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, so that <laughs> the was the boldness. first... boldness. Was... <laughs> the boldness of that shot, Chris. <laughs> that was the first 25 minutes of the movie. I like that. Uh, um, That's awesome. Yeah. The the themes... Okay. Yeah, let's, let's, let's hit on, let's hit on the, the Godzilla. Graphics, not that great. There were some really beautiful shots. But most of them were like really far away shots where you kind of get the spectacle of it. And, yeah. You know, when he's actually destroying things and stuff like that. But yeah. like there's this... You know, when you start like... Just Wait, looking at things it. get destroyed in this? I feel like that's a spoiler. Nah, it's not a spoiler. When, <laughs> you, when you start seeing a man up close, it's just like, oh, gosh, man, this looks horrible. Some of the worst CGI. <laughs> so it wasn't someone in a suit. Like, I kind of wish no. it was somebody in a suit. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty cool, I too. I really kind of wish that was, like, it was just, but it was done with, like, modern uh, modern techniques of, like, rec- you know, film. And so, like, you just make somebody in a suit crashing down these models look really good. The uh, There was a lot of, um, so, there, were, there were both Japanese and American characters in this. Cool. Um, and maybe this is how, you know, other cultures feel whenever we ha- we play you know, there are other characters or whatever, but most of the time we don't try to talk. Like if we have a, someone who's going to, you know, try to be French, he's not really French. I don't know that he necessarily talks in French the whole movie and we subtitle it. I don't know. Either way, I've, I mean, I feel like, you know, like whenever you have a British know, accent, the, d- someone the... does a pretty good job. American does a pretty good job. The Brits do a pretty good job of being American. Anyway, some of their American actors, or sorry, characters were played by American actors. Some of them not, and is the worst, like, broken English you've ever heard in your life. So it's like, okay, that's not believable, but yeah. okay, uh, I can I can deal with that. Well, I one hundred percent see. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, because like you, you know you like whenever Americans play other people of of other like cultures and other like dialects and things like that, they don't necessarily get it right. The the most recent example that I've seen, like you know the uh, Netflix show Narcos, yeah. Um, like the main character, he's supposed to be like from Colombia or whatever. Yeah. And in Colombia, they criticize him because he's not from Colombia. Yeah. And so like he he doesn't get their dialect right. But we would never know that. Right. You know. Right. Like uh, uh, in the, the rest of the world I probably doesn't know that. Yeah. But like Colombians, like they're like, no, this is not believable at all because he doesn't do this the way we talk. You know. Yeah. yeah. Dialects, I understand. I'm not gonna hit hit on like I'm not gonna belabor the point right. because it's just like whatever. Um, but it is funny. She's supposed to be the president's daughter, basically, and. Uh, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So then, uh, the, the the themes of the movie very very Japanese. It's like they're dealing with post war Japanese um, feelings. It's 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 interesting because uh, I was reading some things afterwards, and they point out some stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's totally totally legit. Um, well, first of all, there's this whole thing like we have to do this. We have to. We we're not going to ask for help. We have to get rid of Godzilla on our own. Hmm. <laughs> we're not going to ask the U.S. for help <laughs> because they're always taking care of us. 
we're going to do this on our own. We can't look weak. I'm like, it's Godzilla. He's ravaging your cities. There's like, a, yeah. Get some freaking help. So there's a worldwide threat. But again, <laughs> like, think about the, uh, I, I also think about there like, is the, a worldwide the Avengers movies are like Civil War, and like, we've criticized them for those same movies for that same exact thing, True. you know, of just like, why didn't you get Iron Man True. help Captain well, no, America? Well, they, they specifically say, like, we, come I mean, on. At least in, in that movie, they didn't, Captain America didn't say, don't call Tony. We don't need Tony up in here <laughs> saving it. the day. <laughs> Well, I'm going to do it myself. They might as well. I wish, almost wish they would have because, like, that was a I mean, it would have, you know, obvious. Least, you know, you know, cleared the air. Uh, so, spoilers for the rest of the movie. Okay. Just in case you want to jump forward a few minutes. Three, two, one. The, okay. So then they, they try to do it by on, on their own. Doesn't work. U.S. Crimson tries to help. Doesn't work. Of course the not. UN decides. Um, we're gonna have you drop. We, we're dropping an atomic bomb on this we're thing. We're dropping I'm the bomb this on whole it, movie. Dude. Yeah, no, that's that's a really big spoiler. Okay, so we don't want them to do that because we've already had two bomb, atomic bombs dropped on our cities before. So well, anytime gonna, you drop the like, anytime you drop an atomic bomb, it's just like, yeah. man, you don't know the repercussions of like of what that's gonna do to anybody. So we're gonna go back to our original like plan and do that, and that's gonna work, and it's gonna freeze them. Wait, we're freezing him? We froze him. Mm. Okay. All the while, we're griping about how hard it is to get things done because there's so many committees and so many bureaucracies. I just released a press release. You've got to have like four meetings just to release a press release, all this kind of stuff. So like I was reading some stuff afterwards. I was like, what is that? What is that, What's that even about? What's the subtext there? Yeah. And uh, basically, like it's as if I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't live in Japan, so I don't know the, the Political issues. situation. Or, yeah, the issues that they deal with, you know, maybe they, they are frustrated by the bureaucracy. So I'm imagining a frustrated Japanese person frustrated at the bureaucracy, and this movie comes out and says, no, the bureaucracy is good because even though it's slow and it's terrible, we still reach the, the right decision in the end, and it works. Mm. See, I don't know if I would take it that way. I would more take it like they could have solved this problem faster and had less death and destruction no. than if 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 well, uh, if we had didn't have the bureaucracy. Kind of, because there's this whole scene where the team who's been working on this, like the the thing that ends up working in the end, he sits around and says, you know, like it's been so good to to work with you guys, you know, without without titles and without you know separation between positions and but still they still are like operating within this like thing. So maybe I don't know, like it could go either way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, it left it wide open for a sequel. <laughs> yes, dude, that's what we need. Like I I, I legitimately feel like. Godzilla movies, you know. So you're going to watch, if you go to standardtargetpodcast.com and watch this trailer, you're going to be like, holy cow, that movie looks awesome. And you're right. That movie (laughs) looks awesome. This was not that movie. Okay. So It's nothing like the trailer. So... So whenever we approach the end of the year, Chris, yeah. and we have the Stay on Target Awards for the best trailers. <laughs> oh, best trailers, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Maybe, I mean, they're definitely in the running. And, like, we have to define, like, what the uh, what the criteria is because it's, like, does it make a bad movie look good? Like, I feel like that's a really good trailer. Mm. But also it misrepresents the movie. No. So it's like, See, what's I, the... Uh, what's I disagree. The, you you know, know, that's like saying, okay, well, even if uh, Rogue One, we go and it sucks. You know, and those trailers were still awesome. Yeah, you know, they so, were awesome. I mean, kind of, but but they, they, you know, they serve the purpose of getting you into the theater. Yeah. But it's like I don't know. I, uh, that's a good question. That's a good topic, Chris. 
It's a good topic. I feel like it needs to be representative of of the film. I feel like it probably should as well. Like in order to be a good trailer, like it probably needs to needs to let you know, like give you a snapshot of the film to not give too much away, but also still have a self contained kind of look and story and feel. You know, I will say like also because like it was edited very fast. I normally like that, but like it was all subtitled, and so Mm. it's like you're just like Ah. like literally an hour into reading this thing, I'm like I'm gonna fall asleep. I can't concentrate on this anymore. Well, we discussed. I think it might have been even last week how like subtitle uh, subtitles are hard to do you know because you you end up just reading it rather than paying attention to the like the 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 film as yeah. well and so like that's a that, that's a challenge man it's always a challenge like whenever you because you have to actively be thinking about like okay i have to read this make sure i know what's going on on the screen and read yeah. it you know and make sure i didn't miss anything in the you know so it's it's a constant brain um exercise yeah the whole time you're watching subtitle movies so so that, yeah. that's what i was up to this week cool well i chris have uh, I, as I mentioned last week on the uh, the podcast, the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo came out, and uh, I played through it. It's really fun. I'm excited for that game, man. Uh, you need to on need the 3DS to download, on the 3DS, yeah. So uh, so you can you can download it. That's obviously free and uh, play through it. It's it's actually quite a bit of content. It gives you like a good glimpse at some of the gameplay mechanics of this new one, mm. um, which like some some fun notes are you can ride on Pokemon mm, that's um, cool. and like charge like each one has like a different uh, it can like uh, the one that they give you in the in the demo breaks through rocks it's a Rhyhorn and so you can charge with it oh no it's a Taurus and they can uh, charge through rocks and break nice. down these rocks nice um, and then uh, they they you know let you battle and things like that and in the, the in the demo they'll give you a Pokemon and you can transfer that over to the, the final game whenever that ends up coming out um, so that's cool um, but uh, so I should play this so you should play this and also like within there they want you to kind of revisit it and come back into the demo and they'll give you uh, rewards you can transfer over into the mm. uh, the main game once that comes out so like today like it was like oh not tomorrow or not today but tomorrow come back and i'll give you something and then somebody else is like oh five days from today this cool thing's gonna happen over here Good and there's grief. like a there's like a police officer standing at the what docks. if you miss it i don't know i guess like you just miss it there's a police officer standing at the docks at one point and uh and he's like Man, in, in 18 days, there's going to be a, uh, there's, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to bust these people in 18 days over here. I'm like just scouting out this, this location. And I was like, oh gosh. So I got to come help this police officer take down the baddies in 18 days, you know, do some sort of a bust. Weird. Maybe a, a Pokemon trafficking bust. I don't know, man. It's you know, like there's game, lots of cool stuff there. I never finished that I, uh, I started getting back into Freedom Wars. Dude, Freedom Wars. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. I didn't spend nearly as much time with it as you did, though. So no, and I and I didn't get even close to finishing it. I need to finish it. Yeah, so good. That's awesome. Um, another thing that I did this week, I, I played some more Destiny. That sort of thing. It was fun. We ran some strikes last night. Yeah. Um, me and a friend of ours. So oh, really? that was fun. They've raised the light level of a lot of the gear that yeah, drops. Yeah, so that. like the blues that are dropping that were just capped at like a lower level before are actually helping me out now. So that's oh, good. Gosh. That's good. That's so cool. I'm like creeping my way up there to being. Um, ready to rock through. Why don't you hop uh, back into that raid? So yeah, dude, it's fun. It's fun. It was uh, it was actually relatively quick. Um, then I also did some Rocket League stuff, which we can talk about. Do you want to talk about that here in the news? Because the uh, the old Halloween. Yeah, let's talk about that in the news. Okay, well, because we'll, there's some other we'll Halloween things going. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then uh, I I uh, I bought these. Star Wars. We talked about this last year on the podcast. We mm. bought the Star Wars: The Force Awakens cards. Yeah, 
And I, I are those was, even still around? Target. I don't think that those like the Journey to the Force Awakens. You can buy a full set of them oh. off of uh, off of Top's website oh. for like fifty bucks or something like that, which is actually a fairly good deal. We should have done deal. that instead of just uh, I know, right? buy the random ones we because we spent at least that much. Well, I think I think between the two of us, yeah, we spent at least that much. But uh, but yeah, the uh, these I got a set of the Chrome oh, man. Uh, ones, and these are from the Force Awakens. And uh, and then I also got a set of the Star Wars Rogue One mission briefing ones, and these are so the Chrome ones are actually kind of like foil. They uh, they have this yeah. reflective foil surface, which they look okay. Um, there's some of them that look better than others, but like yeah, you have to get, really catch good. them at the right angle. Um, like if it's in bright sunlight or in really dim settings, like it doesn't quite work. So yeah. it has to be like under the right lighting. And then the uh, the Star Wars Rogue One mission briefing ones are cardboard. And those look like the classic kind of uh, oh, kind nice. of kind of ones, and, and they go through a lot of the scenes from um, the A New Hope because it's tied so closely to what Rogue One is about. You know, Rogue One is building up to A New Hope, and so they have some of the A New Hope ones. They have some uh, some cool stuff in there from um, the Rogue One stuff, and there's a really cool one uh, in the I think it's the the last one in there. It was the uh, the comic book. It's got a kind of kind of a comic book thing. Oh, nice! And it's yeah. a, it's the uh, what is it? The Shore Troopers called them so yeah yeah anyway so i uh, i picked those up that was i thought that was really cool i like to take these cards and Shadow, like no short troopers short troopers yeah. yeah and then uh i like to display them kind of around like my pops and things like that so i'll probably take the tie fighter um card and put it up next to the tie fighter pilot nice. i'll probably take the uh the one of uh luke flying into the death star trench and uh put it next to my luke in that's awesome. tie, or uh in x-wing fighter outfit yeah. that sort of thing so that's cool i always always like to do those types of things. that's awesome that's what i have been up to this week chris mm. so do you want to go into the news? the news all right the news chris the news the news the news this is so good. All right, Chris, what do you want to kick it off with? We got a lot of stuff this week. Like we've got we've got some exciting things. Do you want to like have so there's there's some exciting things. There's some like there's one thing that it's like ah maybe less exciting, but then there's three like big things. Like there's three home runs. Yeah. For sure. And you could put them in any order that we wanted, and uh, it would it would make a perfect thing. Do you want to kick it off with the only one that it's like it's not as big and mind blowing as the other three? Well, let's let's talk about this first. Okay. Let's talk about Halloween. Yeah. yeah. So oh, several oh, different games oh, are doing oh, Halloween. Oh. Um, uh, what would you call them? Events? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. events. Yeah. Events. Uh, the first is Destiny. Uh, Festival of the Light is coming back. Uh, Festival of the Lost. The Lost. Sorry. There it's it fe- is. Festival of the Lost, um, where like there are specific quests. So you can get candy. They decorate the tower. Hopefully, they decorate the new social space. Yep. Um, you uh, get some masks. You, yeah, you get some masks. Um, there was like a bunch of Sparrow. Like that's what, isn't that when they released Sparrow Horn? Uh, no, maybe not. Uh, there were some emotes. Some uh, Halloween, Halloween emotes. Um, that's right. The crazy thing that I don't remember. Oh man, I guess I could look right now. If you kept your raisins from last year. That's right. If you kept... So at the end of one of the quest lines, like, uh, you go talk to Eris at one point, and she gives you a box of, like, old raisins. And it's literally labeled a box of old raisins. And the, the caption was, what? You know, as in, like, what, what are we supposed to do with this? You can't consume it. You would have to discard it. And I can't remember if I kept it, but, but if you kept it... 
it turns into what does it turn into, Chris? Ascendant raisins, is that right? Was yeah. that the right right terminology? But what does that do? I don't know. That's the I don't think anybody knows of this yet. Um, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> because the uh the update for uh for, for the Festival of the Lost actually starts on Tuesday, um, this upcoming week. So if you're listening to this after Tuesday, you'll already know what ascendant raisins do, but I mean, they sound pretty amazing if I do say so myself. So I'm looking at my inventory trying to see if I have Let me see if I, I I'm, the I'm raisins. Mm, the ra- the raisins. Like it would have been I just love, love the uh love the idea of of just oh the, the you know did I keep the raisins or not, you know? I feel like I probably discarded them. Like I really do think I probably discarded them. I don't think I uh kept them cuz I was like what are these even supposed to do? So let me check and see my vault if they're in my vault then uh Nice well raisins. <laughs> R A I. I mean, uh, yeah, I, ha- I do have ascendant raisins. They're right here. You haven't said. Oh my gosh, it. I have them. Hang on, hang what, on. What hang do on. they do? What do they? What do they do? I Can know. I view item? What, what do they do? They're they're consumable, and the the text says glowing, bubbling, boiling. I don't know what that means. Uh, where did you find that? I uh, so I went into uh, a well, character. I need my vault. Yeah, yeah, and up vault. in the vault over in the upper general. right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, general. Then I just searched for raisins, and uh, and it came up. It makes me want to sing that uh, the California raisins. What happened? What happened with song. the raisins last year? It's a thing. Uh, well, so the raisins, like you had to, you had to do uh, the the festival of the lost like quest, and then you like there was at one point it had you go and visit her because she wanted to give you some sort of a reward. Or it was whenever you were running around getting candy from each of the vendors, right? Yeah. And she was the last one, and you go to her, and she just gives you a, a dried up box of raisins, and it's like I've rotten candy. So that's not it. That's what happened to the candy. Oh, I, have, I actually have three. Um, any that's what happened to any candy that you uh, that you got from from the game after a week or so. Like it's it went not rotten. My vault. I, I'm surprised I have mine left. I would have. I would have no. very much what thrown them away. What did I do with mine? I don't know, Chris. I wouldn't have thrown them away. You you m- might have eaten them. I don't. I don't think you can eat them. I don't. Th- I think it was either discard them or nothing. So well, this is disappointing, John. That is kind of disappointing. I don't even know what they do though. Like they could do absolutely nothing. Um, I don't like this at all. I don't why know, would I have gotten rid of the raisins? I don't know why you would have kept the uh, the rotten candy and not not kept uh, the raisins as well. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because you really don't throw anything away in this game. No. Unless you accidentally did it at one point. Well, that's possible. That's very possible. But anyway, so that's one of the games that will have uh, will have a Halloween items and things. Yeah. The other one that I was going to mention earlier, Rocket League this week, uh, on their update, I think it was on Tuesday or, or maybe Monday, um, they dropped a bunch of exclusive Halloween items um, that you can only get during uh, the next, like, until November 1st. And so they drop randomly. At first, like, whenever I was playing, there was two or three that dropped pretty rapidly. And then the fourth one, it took a really long time for that one to drop. Um, and it just kind of drops randomly after the games, just like normal item drops, that sort of thing. But uh, but they're Halloween items. There's some exclusive ones. They're also bringing back whatever they had last year, which I know it wasn't on Xbox last year, so I didn't have the opportunity to get those. But PC players and uh, and PlayStation players, um, they have those same items that they had last year, uh, but they're expiring. Like, if you don't get those from last Last year, by November 1st, you will never get them. They will never bring them back. so right now my car is all decked out. It's got a got a jack o' lantern on its uh, nice. on its top, and it's got a a ghost for its antenna. Does it just, do those just unlock in place of the the regular? I unlocks? think so, and maybe they they maybe they are in addition to like so they've changed the way the drops happen in uh, in the game 
recently as well, like to where they happen a little bit more frequently. Mm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so so they may drop in addition to uh, the normal weekly drops. That cool, sort of thing. Cool. So uh, also over Overwatch yeah. has uh, some Halloween centric. Um, costumes and uh, maps and modes. So, as far as the the outfits go on that one, there are some really like cool looking in depth uh, skins and things like that. Character yeah. skins. So, uh, if you are an Overwatch player, definitely hop on that. Uh, get in there. I think that that you can uh, spend like on the crates or whatever. You can spend your in game currency that you've earned over the time. And yeah. so, if you have a bunch of that sitting around, uh, it's possible for you to to spend it on these. So, very cool. The second thing I want to talk about. Oh boy. The big two. Logan. Logan! There's a Logan trailer. So uh, if you're not familiar with what this is, it's the next Wolverine movie um, featuring Logan. Yeah. And uh, the, the new trailer, man, it's 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 pretty cool. Like, um, this is kind of like they're, they're utilizing the old man Logan kind of stuff where um, a lot of the, uh, the, the mutants are dead, people you know. Um, they're set up like Charles Xavier's in this one, and then there's seems like he plays a pretty major role in it yeah. too. Like, and that's really all you know. And so, like, it's really, uh, it's really complex, really cool. I uh, can't wait to uh, to see this. Like, it looks like it's the cinematography is awesome. The acting looks really good. Like, man, I mean, it's just this whole like kind of idea behind it feels really cool. Um, we. Uh, saw like the first page of the script or something like that a few weeks ago, and it was basically just setting up that you know this is not a CG you know heavy movie like this is gonna be a lot of practical effects which is awesome. Yeah, um, you know. the realism of like whenever whenever someone should die they will die yeah. like there's not gonna be uh, the whole cartoony where it's like you get thrown a human being normal human being non mutant gets thrown across and smashes through a window and falls four stories and then gets up and walks away you know there's not any of that it's it, it whenever somebody looks like they die they die. Yeah, and I mean it's going to be rated R, so like they're going to you know definitely make it pretty brutal. I think it's you know this is Hugh Jackman's last turn as Wolverine. Yeah, um, is what he's been saying. So I know uh, like this one. So it, it seems like it's borrowing from the uh, from the comic series Old Man Logan. Right. And I know that that was that was something that he went no, going. I said that. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I was I was writing something down at the time. Um, but like whenever he was talking about movies that are uh, comic book stories that he would like to do as Logan, like this was always like one in, on top of his list. And yeah. So it's nice that, that, that this is that last outing and looks really cool. The trailer, man. Oh my gosh. Like we were talking about earlier, maybe having a uh, best trailers of 2016 kind of award at the end of the year. Stay on target. Award. We'll put this uh, on stay on target podcast.com. This one would be probably in the running. Um, if only because of the, the song that's in it as well. It's a oh, yeah. uh, Johnny cash song. And, and so was well, Johnny Cash covering uh, Hurt. Dude, go in to, and watch this trailer. It's it's so good. Yeah. So good. On Sunday, yeah. I awoke oh my gosh. to a tweet by Rockstar, and all it was was they changed all their logos to like red and black. Yeah. And I was like, it's coming. I didn't even have to read any articles about it. I knew it. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, <gasps> it's happening. Just the excitement started building. It's happening. The blood started pumping through your veins. It's happening. I couldn't fall back asleep. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Monday, at the same time, they tweeted a picture. It was a uh, sunset with far-off silhouettes, seven of them, mm. walking across the plains. And then, the next day, Tuesday, another image was released, and it was an actual like logo of Red Dead Redemption 2. We were worried for a second there that it might have been like a remake or something like that of Red Dead Redemption, an HD remake. No. Red Dead Redemption 2. And um, 
which is interesting mm. in and of itself, Chris. Why? Just the title. Um, I know, they, they're yeah. calling it Red Dead Redemption well, 2, whereas they, like, they acquired the license from Capcom, and it was uh, Red Dead Revolver was the very first one. And it was a completely different game. Yeah. Um, and then they did Red Dead Redemption, and you just like most people just assumed that whatever Red Dead Redemption 2 would be would basically be Red Dead something. Yeah. You know, a different a different R. Like the alliteration would still be there, but it's a different word. Yeah. So it being Red Dead Redemption Two, like Red Dead Revival. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, or um, what was it? You know, I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with other. R yeah, I'm mean, gonna. You know, like I think people Red like, Dead Redemption Raisin. People like from putting. Earlier. Oh gosh. People like putting uh, numbers at the end of sequels. That's right. Uh, just because it's like it, it automatically brings the whole entire fan base and lets other people know that hey, this is a franchise. This is a sequel. This is a thing. Yeah. Uh, and so. I think there was, that was a part of it. Red Revolver wasn't really even connected to Red Dead Redemption no. at all. So, like, there's no no reason to even continue that, honestly. Yeah. Like, and it's I, not like the lineage is, like, this should be three. Like, I've seen that argument no. as well. And I, I really don't feel like it should be a Red Dead Redemption three. It's, no. It's, or, or it should, it's not Red really Dead even three. Red Dead three or something. Right. It's, it's, and it seems like this is a continuation um, of, or a prequel, uh, potentially, of the story that was told in Red Dead Redemption. So, it yeah. seems like it's directly connected somehow. I mean... We don't know. We would assume with the same name, but maybe. I mean, GTA, does, they're not connected. It's true. You know, between each other. And so like, this true. could just be another story set in the, in the American West. This is it's set in America's heartland, so this is probably more east of where we were. You know, we were kind of like in Arizona, Texas, Mexico, that kind of area. Yeah. This is more, feels like it's more like this is like Kansas, you know, Omaha, Utah, that kind of stuff. Like, um, who knows how far north we'll get. Yeah. Um, but like this is an entirely different space. It feels like maybe Colorado. We might get like who knows. I don't know. Uh, so different location. Like so, this is what's intriguing. Number one, they registered Rockstar registered Red Dead Online a few like last week sometime, and everybody was like, "Oh man, what does that mean?" Um, I think it's just like GTA Online, you know, where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna you know." invest a lot of money in this. Some people were yeah. out there saying, no, oh, this is going to be like all online. No, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like Rockstar is the king of telling narrative single, single player stories. Yeah. And, uh, they're not going to like back away from that. So yeah. honestly, what I think that the seven, um, the seven characters on the poster represent possibly seven members of a gang or seven people that you actually play. They introduced playing as three different people in GTA five. That's right. Who actually like come together and like interact with each other. And you know, like they started separately and you play them each at, at different times. Yeah. And some think, of the missions, like you had to go back as a different character and like in order to progress a certain mission storyline and then like you come as the other character and then like, they, they pick it back up so like there was cool things like that that they did uh with that that kind of character switching gameplay yeah and I, I totally think they could do that with seven people of a gang you know yeah it might seem a little bit much as far as like for me to be attached like i, I just know like with the one thing i loved about red dead redemption was being attached to john marston and, yeah and uh and you know I guess, but you get attached to the same people. Spoilers in for the five for the end of the game. It's like I felt less attached to some other, you know, whenever whenever something happens yeah. later on, then it's like uh, that you're not necessarily all, always throughout that entire game playing as John Marsden. It's like I was less connected to the other yeah. characters, more connected to his, and so like that's the only thing about uh, having seven characters. It just seems like a lot for. Um, 
a lot for one game to kind of get you emotionally connected to. And maybe you're not necessarily emotionally connected to all of them, but like one of them um, is the main one, and then the other people just serve other purposes that you possibly. Had, so. I mean, I, who knows? We know nothing, nothing about this yet. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, but the the trailer they released uh, like a teaser trailer, basically that shows some locations. That's right. Has a, a little voiceover, and then you see some some of the cowboys, and so. Uh, I'll post that on stayintargetpodcast.com. Looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, the game looks... Like, the environments look really cool. Um, I mean, I just can't wait. I love this game, like, so much. One of my favorite games of all time, and um, I cannot wait for it. It's interesting. This will be the first... Um game that Rockstar has done that will be like targeted directly from day one targeted at the new generation of consoles. Cause even like GTA uh, five came out on the older generation and then they updated it for the new generation with like updated graphics in the first person mode and things like that. So yeah, I mean like this will be the first one that they've released that will be specifically for these machines. So I'm interested to see the other, the, the other side is Scorpio next year is supposed to be out around that same time. And so you would assume that they would want to use, uh, whatever additional horsepower is under the hood of that machine. Um, yeah, I think they'll talk about that when they come, when it comes like, right. They're not going to talk about that stuff until it's here. Right. And I just like, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, see that. And I'm excited to see, you know, what, where this ends up going. I, this is, a bit more of a lead up than I thought there would be. It's about a year of lead up. And it's like, I guess, you know, that's normal for the games industry or, or even shorter than well, normal for the that's games what they industry did for but, GTA five. Yeah. They had a year, they announced it a whole year before it came out yeah. um, in October. So, and it worked there yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not fallout, but it's, it's not, it's also not uh no man's sky. Oh you my know, gosh. Where you yeah. hear three years in advance, you know, like they, they're, they're pretty far along in this game. Like if they've got the assets, it looks like they've, um, figured out probably that they've written the story. They're probably you know just doing a lot of the uh, the the final work and putting final touches on this thing because right. I mean you know in order for this thing to ship, say this thing ships you know a year from now, you know they have to have it done in about eight to ten months, right? You know before it to go gold and end up. Since to the duplicators, so yeah, and and then the other side of that is like the uh, the online portion. I mean, the the online portion of GTA, like GTA Online, um, didn't launch right with the game. Like it launched after the game, so you you would think, and they were criticized for that as well. And 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 so like you would think that they would want to launch any online portion at the same time as you they would launch this game. And yeah. so maybe you know it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, we finished the game, you know, because they've been in this this development uh, for this game assume like assuming they were the entire time since the last game came out they were developing for this game um then you know they would have been in development for years at this point right so it's like maybe you know maybe the uh the next year or so will will allow them to release those two things simultaneously i mean rather than the staggered release honestly it it didn't hurt them with gta 5 no didn't hurt the sales so i don't honestly and like what i think it does if you know by releasing it at a different time is it allows them to know this is what the fan base is so that we can actually have stable servers day one yep. you know and like they haven't really had problems yeah so i mean if i was rockstar i'm like i'll just do the same thing i don't really care it didn't affect anything right and i think like there was some statistic i saw like a, a couple months ago or whatever and it was i mean it's been it's been a long time since they launched gta online but it was like whatever event they had back in the summer like was had the the largest number of of uh users online mm-hmm. th- that they'd ever had and so it was yeah. like it only did nothing but grow and grow and grow and, and then you know now we're uh, we're thinking you know if if this is the same kind of plan where they have a game and then an online portion um 
then that would potentially, you know, grow and grow and grow as well, which is cool. Like if it grows organically like that. So yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I cannot wait for it. Chris. Yeah. Nintendo has announced their console. Like the funny thing about this is like the Red Dead thing, like it yeah. snuck up on us where it's like, oh yep. my gosh. And then, then four days later, <laughs> you're talking about a trailer. But with the Nintendo NX thing was like last night, I was like online. I was like, wait a second. Nintendo just tweeted out that they are going to announce the NX tomorrow. And then this morning I woke up and then like the trailer was dropping a little bit later. You yeah. Know? It's just like, what? They were out an, apart, an hour apart. Like yeah. at um, eight o'clock in the morning, I was watching the trailer. And at nine, I was watching another trailer. It's <laughs> so know? weird. Um, all right. First of all, if you haven't seen the trailer yep. for Nintendo... Nintendo NX, which is now the Inten Nintendo Switch. Yep, the Nintendo go, Switch. Go no, <laughs> go watch it. I'll describe it to you if not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Nintendo Switch is basically like uh, you can play it on the television. It sits in this this dock. Mm -hmm. You can play it on the television. You yep. take it out of the dock. You can play it handheld. You have to switch like the the control sticks from this little bitty like box thing to the sides of the the gamepad why who the heck who knows, knows? that's why, why they got the name switch well i i think the, the the switch thing like there's a couple of different things that that serves it serves that you can switch between television and mobile it serves that you can switch controllers mm -hmm. and it serves that you can switch controllers again because like they have a whole new like pro controller yeah so uh you could also play multiplayer on one device if you right. you take off the the handles and right. use those as controllers or you can get your pro controller and use that which is the thing that everyone's going to use the entire time yeah no no nobody's going to be using these controllers turned on the side unless and i will say this unless you're uh like it changes battery life unless like there's a battery situation where like if a pro controller's attack is is uh, synced up to it no, it kills the battery faster than if you have that. these these little side things none of that's going to be true so i don't know um the general gist is basically like you can play your console quality. Or no, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk that back. We they never said what the, <laughs> what the quality would be. So yeah, you can play your console games on the go. Right, that's same the game. idea. The same game, like you could pick up, like so. They showed a few games in the trailer. They showed, they strangely showed, like Skyrim, the the definitive yeah. Skyrim edition that just came out or uh, will be coming out for uh, big consoles. They're, like that's gonna be coming to the NX, which was a big surprise, and shows some third-party support, which is kind of nice. Um, they're going after that. Um, they showed Mario Kart, which was actually, like, there was, it looks like it, an updated version of Mario Kart 8, the one that came out for Wii U. And uh, they showed a new Mario game, and they showed, let me see, what else did they show? Splatoon. They showed an updated version of Splatoon with some, uh, like, updated uh, characters and uh, different new maps, that sort of thing. And then they showed, oh, what was the other one? There was one more. Oh, NBA 2K17. They showed that game. Oh, and Zelda. So they showed those six games. <laughs> There's six games that they showed in this trailer yeah. um, that are playing on it. So we know that at least those six games will be coming to this thing, and you will be able to play them where you're playing them on your TV, and then it's like, oh... And literally the first thing that happens within the first few seconds of the trailer, oh, my dog needs to go out, but I still want to keep playing Zelda, which is an unlikely scenario, I would say. But then you lift it at literally out of the thing and then take it. The next scenario was in the, in the airplane. I think that's a far more awesome way to play. Except for thing. who's going to take those controllers off the, the and play with it like that. I Nobody. Ever, unless If you're playing by yourself, you're going to be uh, leaving it on the thing. And then if you're playing with other people, like you said, you're, you're probably going to want to bring the pro controllers. Like it's not going to be, you know, that the, uh, the turn it on the side thing. Like my hands are too big to play on, on a, uh, like, 
I don't know, like how big would would you say those three inches? Like, maybe. Yeah, it's like it's just it's like the side of my phone. Like I don't play my phone, you know, games ver- like vertically. Yeah. If you have to like do some intensive button touches or anything. Yeah. But it's like yeah. Anyway, so like it's it's a very small device to turn on its side and do, and you have to have it that way for it to be ergonomic for one person to play it holding it like a like a normal handheld device like a, a ds or like a uh like a, a vita or something like that like it has to be close together the buttons just do but if you take those buttons and turn on the side like that's just not the same as a well, normal okay, controller okay we're getting too in the weeds of this so the i think let's talk about the pros for a second yeah okay so things that i think are uh cool about this games on the go yeah. console games on the go that's pretty cool um being able to play this like where it's not the Wii U where it's streaming to your gamepad. That's right. Or the Vita where it's streaming to your Vita or something like that through um, uh, through your home network or whatever. Right. Um, it, it's going to be cool to actually just take it with you. Yep. Um, I... That's about it. See, I love I love a lot of things about it. Like I like the the first of all, I like the way that they're going with the marketing on it, and that, that's something that's interesting. Whereas like numerous times with like the Wii and with the Wii U, they marketed it to the family. Like this, obviously, like the the people in the video were not like you didn't see kids in the video. Like yeah. it was it was just you know basically people in their twenties running around the world playing with this thing, and it looks like a a, a cool together device it doesn't look like the wii u gamepad where like the wii u gamepad like you kind of look at it and you hold it and you're like ah this looks like a you know uh, an ipad but you know for kids or whatever like a leapfrog ipad or yeah. something like that where it's it's a uh, kind of a a toy version of a wii, of an ipad or something whereas this looks like a definitely like a, a cool piece of technology like it looks like a what you would assume like a, a professional vita. game tag yeah like it looks more like a vita yeah you know? i mean I- and I, I like that. Granted, I mean, but that you know, I mean, sure, that, yeah. it looks better. But um, I mean, I like the 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 ability to play multiplayer games on the go. So like, if yeah. we both have one of these game pads and sit them down next to each other, assuming they make the Nintendo ID stuff work, you know, well, right, and it's not left up to the games necessarily, like. Yes, we could have some pretty cool experiences there. I'd love to sit down, like take it to work and play Rocket League over lunch with some friends, you know, on our own screens with our own pro controllers. Yeah, dude. Like that'd be pretty sweet. It'd be fun. Um, so like the, the portability of it and just like the 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 possibility to play some of these really good games. Yeah. On the go is, is is my biggest pro. Well, you and I have had some fun with our 3ds's doing like a, a ad hoc Wi-Fi hotspot yeah. and playing like um, Mario Kart. Like whenever we're just out and about, even if there's no internet connection or anything like that. And, and uh, you know, Smash uh, Smash Brothers is the same kind of way where you'd set up an ad hoc network, even if there's no Wi-Fi around. You're just you can connect and play. And this looks like it has the same kind of functionality that that has, which is cool because yeah. it showed the people like circling up and playing Splatoon and circling up and playing NBA 2K, which is really cool. That's a good aspect to the social gaming kind of side of things which definitely Nintendo embraces that yeah um, and uh, and like I said it, it just seems like the the resolution seemed like it was okay like the screen like looked I mean, like you it can't was really good tell like so like that's right there's no specs that I, really let's, let's, you know we have some things that like I just don't know about yet like the resolution is one of them we haven't talked yeah. about that and or the power of this thing you know we saw it be 2k17 running but like if right. it's at a low resolution it doesn't really matter like my big question and big unknown and all all of this is what game again like we talked about P- psvr we didn't do a pr up, vr update yet but like oh we will chris okay we will it, okay it comes down to the games now yeah like third parties do not support wii u 
maybe they'll support this. I don't know. Like, will there be Rocket League on this? We don't know. Like, yeah. probably Minecraft. We could bet on that. But like, yeah. Minecraft is on everything. So like, we'll have to see like who actually grabs onto this and utilizes this this new console. Hopefully, third party developers. You know, like Nintendo is doing something to entice them or you know helping them out. Or maybe this is just uh, powerful enough so that they don't have to make drastic cuts to their game to make them run well on the. Uh, on the system. And so right. we'll see how all, all that goes. You know, those are the biggest things, you know, in the air right now. Right. Um, the, uh, so they did release, I'm looking for, they did release. Okay. So here's an image of who their, uh, third party partners were like, there's an image with a bunch of their different third party logos. And again, you don't know, some of these are like the expected, some of them are less expected. Um, but like you have the expected ones like Sega and like, uh, Atlas and even like things like Ubisoft and things like that with like just dance and everything like all, like all of those were kind of expected ones. But you have like you have, you have some really strange ones, um, like Bethesda and yeah. like uh, from Software, um, yeah. like w- who did Dark Souls and who do uh, oh what's the Sony one Bloodborne, and uh, I mean so you have a lot of like interesting ones on here. So hopefully they've been courting that. I think the fact that like of the of the six games they showed. Two of them were were kind of surprising third party games um, with Skyrim and with uh, with NBA Two K, which that that series hasn't been on uh, any Nintendo console for a minute, and so like I mean, it just seems like that aspect of it could be there this time. Yeah. But then again, every single time a Nintendo console comes out, they do say, "Oh, and we're working with our third party po- partners," and we'll see how long that you know third party relationship holds up after this thing comes out. Um, I think it really just depends on how well it sells, you know, and, and if it's if it's a big thing because I think that's what the well, Wii, that's what happened with the Wii. People had to put things on the Wii because the install base was so large and they would get so many, you know, so much sales from it. So, I mean, it's like it, it just kind of depends on what the support looks like from those third parties as far as the sales of this device. Yeah, I mean, it, it just I mean, I, I don't. The thing is, they're not gonna sell any if there's no third party support. Like, right. you can't come out with you know one or two Mario games. I was talking to Fultron earlier today, and he has a Wii U, and he's like, yeah, like this thing has like you know six games that I really like. Yeah, and uh, like you can't just come out with your own proprietary <laughs> software every you know couple years and expect people to be happy about the console and play it all the time. You know, like right. that that burns out quick. And uh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens, but like. I anticipate, honestly, like this being another scenario where this is extremely underpowered compared to current consoles, and yeah. um, and, and then we're, they're going to have to take a uh, a massive cut in quality to these games, and and game developers aren't going to want to do it or take the time to do it because it's it's arguably harder to you know get something to run on an older or like less powerful system than it is yeah. to just upres something to a, a new higher resolution or utilize extra RAM or something like that. Very true. Um, well, one of the reasons why like, you know, the Wii U whenever, even though it, whenever it updated or whatever, it was, it was more powerful than the 360 and then, yeah. and the, the PS3. But then as soon as that came out, like a year later, uh, PS4 and Xbox one came out and, and blew it out of the water. And so that's, that's the fear I think with, uh, with Scorpio where it's like, even if it does sort of maybe kind of compete, with Xbox One and, and PS4, which I don't think it probably will. I think it, I, I want to see where that lands as far as like on the spectrum of power. Um, but even if that happens, we have PS Pro that's about to come out literally like yeah. a month away. And then yeah. we've got uh, the Xbox Scorpio coming out. And so you have these hugely powerful... Neither of what you need. Right. But I mean, you have, you have these you know, powerful devices that are going to be way more powerful than this thing. The biggest plus that I can see in this, like 
is the fact that you can play the same game on the go that like, and it's, it's the only reason why I would consider buying something that is like a multi-platform game on this device rather than on like a, at my Xbox one. Like yeah. I would, I would do it specifically to bring, so I can bring it on the go or I can play it at home. And it's like, it, there's my saves go well, the same yeah, place like, and it's the same game. I'll tell you what, what it matters to me though. Say, let's use rise of the Tomb Raider as an example. Yeah. If Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah. Talk about that in a second. Yeah. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and, and I'm probably going to play this game the majority of the time on a console. Yeah. If it always looks better on either the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, yeah. where I already, especially the Xbox One, where I already have a huge base of friends to play with. Right. I also I like that's where all my achievements are. Like I have no reason to play like maybe I want to take it on the go or something like that, but like yeah. that's not enough of a reason to me like I'm going to play it like and spend the majority of my time looking at a lower res, you know, maybe lower frame rate even yeah, possibly. I mean- uh, version of this game. Right. I mean, I, I think it comes down to like, for me, like the games that I would consider doing that for would be the, like the FIFAs or like the, the 2k 17s. Like those are games that I would want to like be able to play on the go, but also it would be nice to look at them on your big screen. Well, um, I mean, and well to the, your point with those two, like, I think the things that I would play, like I would buy on this are multiplayer centric games yeah. where, because you know, like you and I, Aren't necessarily aren't always to, like okay we're together on like you know like once or t- always once a week maybe sometimes twice a week but like we don't like sit down a ton and play like the games in the same room although right. if we were able to yeah with this we might be highly more likely to do it and also like especially like I said like on breaks at work I have plenty of friend people friends at work who like to play video games yeah who like could just bring in their uh, their Nintendo Switch and we can just sit there and play some games you yeah know, play a game of FIFA yeah I mean. That'd be awesome. Yeah, especially well, if you can play like two to a two to a system. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I also think about like you know whenever whenever we've been on like in other locations. If you're like just kind of chilling at mm-hmm. at somebody's house, somebody else's house, it's or like traveling. that's always great. Yeah, you're traveling, you're in a hotel room or whatever. Yeah. Or if you're, uh, I, I'm even thinking like you know, waiting for a movie so many times, like we've been sitting in lines and, and I'm, you know, I'm playing my you know DS and then you're playing your Vita or something like that. Where it's like, if you have this, it's like you could play, you know, together, you know, off the same screen potentially. Cause it's got even the kickstand thing to where it'll yeah. stand up and everything. So, I mean, you could do that if you wanted to. I'm wondering if, and I think that'd be cool. If, uh, so they showed like if you ha- say you have a multiplayer game and you're not at home, you're both mm. neither one of you are at home, but you're not you're also not together, but you're both connected to the internet. Yeah. If you can still play like if you could sit at a coffee shop and play a, a multiplayer game with me, a co-op yeah. game or something like that with me while I'm sitting at work. And I think that vastly depends on like whatever the interface is for this thing. Like what is like what they haven't talked about what the online infrastructure looks like, what the friend system looks like, what the achievement system looks like. All of these things ha- they've said, "Hey, we're doing that with this." And it's like, hey, we're re- we're joining the modern console yeah, by doing so, achievement systems and stuff. Came out with you know, Xbox 360. But we don't have any details at all uh, on what those are, and so I think that's the stuff they're gonna have need to go in, especially if there's any like bad news within that. Like, if there's any like bad news at all, I feel like they really need to get that out of the way. And there's like an investors meeting coming up on Tuesday, I think. Nice. And so that's why they had to release this today because they were gonna have to talk about it on Tuesday anyway. Yeah. So they would rather like, hey, let's drop this trailer. 
And then we'll go and talk on Tuesday, you know? Yeah. And so maybe we get some details on Tuesday, but it's like whatever bad news it is, they need to get that out of the way now so that way they can revamp everybody up, you know, by the time it comes out five months from now. This is less of a lead-in than Red Dead Redemption is giving their game. I don't understand the marketing strategy of this, but that's, a, I mean, you know, a completely different issue. I think it's fine. Well, I mean, I, I think it's weird that it's coming out in the spring. Yeah, not not a holiday. Not a holiday. It's strange. But again... They probably weren't ready for this holiday, and then yeah. they don't want to go up against the Scorpio or you know next holiday. And I don't know? know if they can really like financially for their investors miss this uh, year, like miss this uh, fiscal year. Like their investors won't be super happy with them if they don't have because they don't have any any software. They have like four or five different games this this holiday season that are coming out for the Wii U and yeah. the 3DS. And so I don't think they can really go through that. Obviously, the big thing this you know. Making investors happy is the uh, what is it Super Mario Run um, for yeah. the for the cell phones, but it's like ah, if they miss this year, that's a hard thing. And then yeah. maybe they still will. I don't know. Maybe they we get to like December and they're like, oh, by the way, we're not ready with this thing. We're going to delay it till summer. Yeah. And it's like maybe that's a easier pill to swallow than you know just delaying it all the way like early or just planning on it being you know a a summer release or whatever. But I don't know. It just seems like a weird time to release it, but I am excited for it. I mean, yeah. I'm probably going to buy it. I'm going to pre-order it and probably buy it day one, um, depending on the price, because that could be another form I mean, of bad news. Th- well, well, okay. Like, let's talk about that for a second, and then we'll move on to the things that we don't like. Yeah. So the rumors are that the price is going to be like two ninety nine. dollars I mean, which, that would be amazing. I mean, okay. be amazing from a cost standpoint, but also indicates that this is a very low-power console. True. And then all those other things I... T- I used as qualifiers earlier in the discussion. Yeah. Those go into effect. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, uh, we're, so we're going to have Nintendo games on this. We're going to have a Mario game every couple of years, and that's it. You know, like, right. right. Well, I, I, maybe they you can't know, survive that again. No, I don't think they can. I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It just depends. It really depends on. Does this replace what the 3DS? Is. is the other thing. So that's another question I have based on the marketing. They're marketing this, and maybe, you know, this is. Maybe a mistake. It may not be. It may be genius. Who knows? But it, I don't think I don't think it goes middle of the road really, but because they are marketing this as a home console that you can also take with you, yeah. not a mobile console that you can also put on your TV. And there's a big difference there, like because well, I mean, they didn't kinda, show. There's a big difference in messaging, right? Well, they didn't show like any of the the mobile games that I'm used to playing. Like they didn't show a Pokemon. They didn't show which would have been a big one. That uh, would have been a really big like big pop. And maybe they're waiting for that. Maybe they're just being like, oh. I mean, I mean, I, we'll do that later. I, I, well, I can imagine why because okay, Pokemon Sun and Moon about to That's come right. out. That's right. If they show Pokemon on the Good the uh, the Switch, no one's going to buy Pokemon Sun and Moon this this uh, Christmas, this fall, they're going to wait, you know, four months or whatever till they can buy it on the new console. Right. And that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, and then the other things they didn't show like a fire emblem, which is another really big seller for, uh, for the 3ds. And, uh, they didn't show any of any of their other, like any mobile things. Like they haven't showed any franchise that is traditionally on any of their mobile devices. They showed only home console games. And so, I mean, I, that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that really indicates that they won't be there. I think that it just indicates that they're wanting to, message this as like this is a console like this is replacing the wii u which is performing badly and poorly and you know that kind of thing right i mean if if you're wanting to play a wii u game probably like this fall like these things maybe christmas time black friday these things will drop in price it's probably the best time to to go pick up a wii u and, and play some of those games for sure um at you know probably a low price couple maybe 150 bucks something like that right but yeah i mean I mean, you think about the handhelds they have right now, and you think about the the line that they have. They have the 2DS, which is a really budget model, 
Like yeah. you can get that for I think under a hundred bucks um, right. for like eighty nine or ninety nine bucks uh, with the game. And then they have the 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 three D new three uh, DS. Yeah, the new three DS, and then they've got the new three DS XL. Yeah. And all of them are at different price points. And so I just I wonder if this becomes like that upper tier price point, and but they still have something for like your kids or something yeah. for that younger age yeah. group in the three DS range. Like and it, honestly, I don't think they're going to. They're never going to say, oh, by the way, this replaces our mildly successful, like our, our, the thing that was the most successful thing we've had last generation, which, you know, if you think about the Wii U ver- and the 3DS and, and call them a generation, yeah. it's like the Wii U tanked. 3DS is actually pretty successful. Like there's a lot of them out there. Um, and so they won't say, hey, we're canceling this successful thing. We're replacing this really successful thing with this other thing. I feel like they're going to pull the whole like, oh, this is going to live alongside your 3DS until it sells really well, and then they just drop the 3DS yeah, altogether. For sure, you know, I, mean, I can totally see that happening. Um, I mean, in the commercial, like it, it looks like they're marketing to this. They're not marketing it to kids. They're marketing it to like 20 year olds and yeah. up. You know, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'll tell you the way that they can get get people into this ecosystem. Would be if with the new console, they say in order to access the the Nintendo network, you have to have a subscription in much the same way that mm. Xbox Live and PS um, uh, the PS the PlayStation Network works. Yeah, and they offer free games, mm. just like those two programs do: Xbox Games for Gold and PlayStation Plus. Man, that would be incredibly wild because they have such a. a, a an incredibly nostalgic back catalog that they could pull out like their virtual console games and give those out for free. And it's like, that doesn't really, you know, that's, that doesn't necessarily play with how they've made you buy them every generation for the past, like 10 or 15 different consoles on handheld and on, you know, your, uh, your, your console at home. But that would be an incredible, you're right. That would be an incredible way to get me in because if you're like, Hey, this month, Mario three, and it doesn't even have to be an old game, you know, something, something that old, you know, like, you know, release some of these new indie games that, like, you know, like Xbox Live and yeah. and uh, PS Plus have been doing. You know, yeah. like, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves free stuff, and if if I'm sitting there and I have all of a sudden, like, I looked look up and uh, from playing my 3DS, and I've you know got like you know ten. Yeah. Nintendo Switch games, I might as well just buy it at that point and play them. Right. It's a mu- it's a must buy at that point. Like there's no reason not to right. unless you just don't have the expendable income. Right. And I think that that, you know, that's going to that would require a lot of, you know, a lot of third-party support as well because you can't really have like th- their catalog isn't necessarily deep enough to have, you know, that many games and so like that's why it's important to have the, yeah. the third-party support. Um and indie support specifically like yeah. uh, smaller games, that sort right. of thing. Right. And that's that and that's that's the key. Yeah. You know, the key is not, well, we wait for a new Nintendo game every four months. Right. You know? Well, I mean, and that's what they, that's what they ended up having to do. And that's what ended up happening with Wii U, you know, it's like it, there hasn't, it's been just a drought, you know, it's either, Hey, we got basically two or three games a year that are coming out for Wii U. And it's like, they can't, they can't sustain that. Yeah. Um, going into, you know, jumping off from this into one of the, the stranger things about it. And I think it's like, it's, it's only strange because in the moment we've been calling it NX for literally well, talk, a year and a half. Let's talk about years. the cons of this. The things we don't like. 
Well, the name is what I was going to go into. Well, yeah, I don't like the name. Yeah, yeah, the it's name. It's a terrible name. Yeah, it's it, and I don't know. See, I don't know how terrible it is. I think because Xbox One, you could say that was a terrible name at the time. But now, whenever you think about like what the like what the what the main premise of it was, it's like okay, yeah, sure, it's one device for your entire you know for everything you want to go through it on your TV. You want to do all this stuff, but still, it's a terrible name because it's like this is the the third or fourth. Not Xbox. really because because well because it, but it still was called the Xbox. Okay, the Xbox is the name. But this is called Nintendo Switch, and so it's still no, the Nintendo. No, no, no. The Nintendo is now the brand. So it's like saying the Microsoft Xbox One or the Sony PlayStation 4. I guess. This is the Nintendo Switch. It's called Switch. You know, you talk about there was the original Nintendo Entertainment, the NES. Yeah. Super Nintendo. Um, GameCube. We don't call it the Nintendo GameCube. It's the GameCube because, like, at the, in the promotional material, it's called, it's, it's the Nintendo GameCube, but it's just the GameCube. That's the name, right? Right. You know, the Nintendo sixty four that was actually had the Nintendo in the name, right? Um, Nintendo Wii. It's just the Wii. Nintendo Wii U. Just the Wii U. Right. This is the Switch. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I again, I think like whenever names initially come out, it's they always feel really weird at the beginning because like. Unless you're, you know, PlayStation, and then you just do PlayStation one, two, three, four. You know, then it's like it's it makes it easy. I mean, I'm going to make the argument that Nintendo hasn't done a good job naming anything that they've made since the GameCube. I don't know. Great name. So, Wii, terrible name. Wii U, terrible name. 3DS or DS, awful names. See, I disagree because I feel like the uh, the specifically the Wii, like it made sense with the concept of the console. I uh, wanted to bring everybody together into the into the yes. living room, and but anytime you would like even enter like WII, there was nothing named that. And so like anytime you would enter that into like Google or anytime anything like there's nothing else named that. So that was theirs. They owned that. The switch is the opposite of that where it's like you enter that in and it's like, man, anything is going to come up. Um, so, I mean, you couldn't just enter switch into Google and see what comes up. Cause it's, you're going to get a, you know, you're going to go to get home Depot results for like light switches. But the idea of the Nintendo switch, like I, I like the idea of the console. I think like it'll, it'll grow on us with time because again, you have the Xbox one. I go back to, that's a terrible name for our console cause it's confusing. And but that's, I, I would, I would say that the, that's equivalent to the Wii. Okay. In terms of like, is this game, is this, is this console name? Cause they're both have that subtext to it, you know, where it's like they were alluding to something else. Yeah. Whereas the switch is so on the nose. What does it do? It switches. Yeah. It's switches. You switch your controllers. You switch between TV and on right. the go. It's like, come on. I don't know. See, Come I, on. I don't think it's that bad. I think like a, a year or two from now, we're not I'm, even going to think about it, I think a year it, not, from now, I'm still going to throw up in my mouth every single time I say it. <laughs> I disagree. I, I think everybody <laughs> will will get on board with it and oh it'll be gosh. fine. I really do. Like <laughs> <That's>, because <laughs> Is Nintendo paying you to say that? No, I, but I do, I do think that it's like... I think it's fine. Like I, I, whenever I first heard, it, I was like, "Ah, it's a little weird." That but it's like, like something I want to play with. It's Nintendo specifically Switch. because, like, we've been saying NX for like the last year. No, and I, half, didn't, two I, years. I don't even want to call this thing the NX. They can call it whatever they want. I just say the Switch is a bad name. I don't know. I see. Again, I just think like almost every console name, unless you're doing numbers, the number system. What which are you is playing today? The best I'm playing, system. I'm playing on the Switch. I'm playing the one. I don't no, know. You play, I'm playing the Xbox. Yeah, but you're playing the Nintendo. No, you're not playing the Nintendo. No one says that anymore. I don't know. No, Chris. no one. No one says, "Hey, I'm playing the Wii U," or "I'm playing the Wii." Like, or I'm playing, you know, the GameCube. You never say, "I'm playing the Nintendo," except your mom says that. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I I, I think like Here, that, the kids are playing the Nintendo. It's okay. But Chris, I really do feel like the uh, the name will not be an issue. All right. of, of like I a mean, year I'm not saying now. it's gonna be an issue. I'm just saying it's a bad name. It's not gonna it's not gonna decrease sales by any means. No, no, no. It's just a bad name. Well, I mean, you could say like the Wii U's name did probably play into its decreased sales because everyone's yeah. confused about it for about sure whether or not it was that. Just so, like the new 3ds and the new. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like, hey, do I need the new 3DS or do you need uh, the 3DS? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so the, the confusion but the, there. But again, that's why, is, that's why I'm like, Nintendo doesn't name anything well at all. It could be far worse is all I'm, I'm saying. And like again, I think it'll be... <laughs> If it was called the Nintendo Mud Bucket, yes. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, the, the Nintendo Cheese Curd, you oh know? My it's gosh. just... <laughs> uh, we're obviously not going to reach a resolution on this. So no, no, we'll not at all. So we'll just agree to disagree. <laughs> not at all. But it's a stupid oh, name. Man. I, 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 uh, it's not the best name, but it's not the worst name. The uh, I, I hate this. Okay, okay, let's keep going. Okay. All right. This is going to be Chris ranting about this probably. That's okay. I hate the tiny controllers. They showed See, the basketball players with their yeah, gigantic know, hands dude. playing it. It looks like they're like trying to play on a Kit Kat bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And push buttons. That's and the that's the size comparison stuff. I was looking for earlier, Chris. I mean, it, that's ridiculous. Seems so that's small. ridiculous, John. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I look at pictures of it, like I'm looking at a picture of it here, and I'm just like, I like again. In order to make it ergonomic for you to use those two things as a controller, you know, in one way, you have to make them very close together. But it makes it impossible to be comfortable playing it. You know, turned on. Well, let's side. talk about ergonomics in the first place. It looks unergonomic in the way that those uh, joysticks are positioned. They're positioned like off kilter, like the Xbox 360, but like or the Xbox One. But that like fits in your hand in a round kind of way. Those things are like flat, so you, like you're, it's like the. It's, They've got it, a little bit of a curve to them, kind of. Up by like, the triggers. I mean, I don't think like even like I don't think like the Vita's comfortable to play. No, no, no. Because no. that was what it reminds me of. Only one is off ba- on off kilter. I feel like it looks a little bit more comfortable than the Vita in that like it, it does have Probably a bit bigger. of a curve on the back, and it, yeah, it does have a bigger form factor where it's like it's a little bit more. Um, I feel like it has two triggers, and so you know that that aspect of it alone will make it feel a little bit more ergonomic. But yeah, that thumb position may on be on the right thumb, and then all of this is 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 up to like, hey, we've got to hold this thing before we can make a definitive call. But like, I I agree that thumb that right thumb is going to be a little bit too low. It seems like yeah, um, but I do think that's better than the uh, the Wii U controller like where the joystick is above the buttons because being above the buttons in order like you had to come down off of that joystick in order to hit those buttons and that's always felt strange to me having it this way um would be a little bit more like the xbox one controllers but i i will feel like and maybe you know they eventually they'll do an update to just those you know kind of clip-on controllers that would yeah. be a possibility too because possibly i mean people are going to break those controllers and lose those controllers that's that's well, that's a negative that i have that's for my it. other thing yeah like okay number one why, like, I, I love the concept. Why not just have permanent control, like, sides yeah. on this stupid thing? Yeah, yeah. Like and I, have to go controllers that you can sync up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, well, like the pro controller, they're always going to have. I'm never going to sit. Yeah. That's the other thing, okay? I'm never going to sit at home and no. play this thing with those stupid, like, tiny little things. Tiny things. Strapped gonna, into the little sled or no, whatever it is. No, I'm going to play no, this no. on a pro controller yeah. like a real gamer would. Well, I mean, and, and like, I mean, that's how we're used to playing games with a controller that's separate. And so it's like, you're just, I'm just going to set this thing in the, in the dock and those clip on sides are going to remain clipped on yes. until I take it to go. Yes. Um, and I really feel like the, those clip on controllers, unless it just so happens where it's like, you're just like, I just happen to not have a pro controller or something like that in my bag or, or whatever. 
and then somebody wants to go, Hey, can I play with you? And it's like, okay, sure. We'll have a great time playing with, you know, on, on the real estate of a Kit Kat bar, as you mentioned earlier. And, uh, you know, and just like, it happens randomly that way. Those things are never coming off that controller. Like those things will be clipped on that screen for forever. Well, the thing is like, even in the, in the, in the, the promo video. Yeah. They're having trouble getting them on and off smoothly. Yeah. Like it's like, kind of like, you know, jerky, herky, jerky. I'm like, the this angle looks, looks so, so weird. Terrible. Like it looks like it's hard to get on. Yeah. It also looks like those are going to just snap right off if I put it in my backpack and it bends even the, the least bit. Yeah. The durability is like, I am questioning that because again, if you drop one of those on the ground, like, I mean, not only do you have one thing that you have to test as far as dropping goes, cause like my 3ds, I could take this thing and I feel like I could drop it out of a second story window and it would probably be fine. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, sure. It may like have some dings and scratches, but it's going to be okay. This thing, like, I don't know about the durability, let alone the durability of three distinct sections. Like if you drop each one of those, what, like, cause that's going to happen. Um, what, what happens? Like what's going to break? And it's like, so if, even if once the screen section, even if that's really sturdy, um, then what are these side things? Well, say, say one of them so. breaks, and it's like, well, I gotta go buy. Well, I mean, are they gonna offer them for sale? I mean, I feel like there's they're gonna have to. They're I mean, gonna have to. They're gonna have to have some sort of solution. And that's the thing I think always is is part of an issue that I always have with Nintendo devices just in general is there's so many different control options to like the Wii U home console, like their home consoles specifically. Let's talk about that for a second. So they always have like multiple control solutions where it's like, Oh, well this game requires motion control. So you gotta have the Wii motes. And then this one requires, you know, precise input. So here's the pro controller. This one requires, you know, and so you just have it, it goes on and on. In fact, to the point where you can use your three DS as a control device for smash brothers on Wii U. And I've done that before and it's not ideal, but it's like, it's, it's there. And it's like, that may be a pro for a lot of people, but for me, it just feels like, the games are going to be designed for something, yeah. you know? And so I want them to tell you, tell me how to control. Well, and this I don't game. want to have to keep like 15 different types of controllers around the house. Right. Depending on how like somebody wants because to play honestly, the game. Because honestly, yeah, I hope this thing, like, I mean, this is just me. I don't give a crap about Wii controllers and no. motion control. No. I hope this thing does not require them in any no. way for any game. I don't feel like it will because I think if it did, they would somehow elude, have alluded to I that. I don't know, the maybe. Because they alluded. That's an announcement thing for this, though. Like, their functionality yeah. comes later. Right. Well, I mean, they did allude to, like, Amiibo support because, like, they it was sitting there on, on somebody's desk with Amiibos. And right. I feel like if they had, you know, if there was some support for, like, a Wiimote or something like that, they would have laid a Wiimote on yeah. the, the coffee table I or something. That. You know, that would be you know, that would be a smart way to show off that that functionality, those hints, you know, um, for the people who are wondering. I just don't think people are clamoring for that. I think that we leave that behind on the Wii U. I think we make a clean break from all of those uh, all of those motion controlled games, which is a good thing. Yes. Um, anyway, so then another another negative that I had about it, as far as like this goes, is we don't know the battery life. If that is bad, and it's like if yeah. it's a if it, it looks like a really high quality screen, looks like it. But that's going to drain battery quickly, you know yeah. what I mean? And so let's find out what this is like. You know, we're already five months out. You don't want to release negatives two months out. You don't want to release negatives even three months well, out well, from the from the console. Yeah. I mean, what's weird is that this thing was announced in a just an online video rather than like a press conference where they can True. actually go down to specs. And so True. it's like, when will they actually do that? Are they are we going to hear the specs in the investor meeting or will it be, you know, like a Nintendo Direct or something like that? I would have, like if it was me, I would have done a Nintendo Direct this morning right. talking about the console, showing the video, all that kind of stuff. Like it still would have had the same kind of impact, uh, but, uh, you know, it would provide a, a lot more answers. And 
I don't know, like this thing is so close, they they have to know that stuff. Yeah, and so I know that. So let me see. I know they they've they've talked about or the the chip making company uh, Nvidia has talked about. Um, the chip that they have in it. And I'm not sure, like I, 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 it means nothing to me because I'm not like that. I, if you tell me what a chip has, you know, a computer has a certain chip in it. I have no idea what that means on the, on the power spectrum. Um, so I'm kind of waiting for somebody like, uh, what is it? A digital foundry, someone who knows those things where it's like, Oh, this type of chip has this much output and it sits it in between this console and this console. I'm waiting for that to happen, but they do know what chip is in it. We'll see what that ends up being. Again, if this is a, a high powered device that you're, you know, it's equally as high powered to, to go as it is at home. I worry about battery life and there's going to be a balance there. They're going to have to strike it. Um, I do say, I will say the six games that were shown, they looked really good. And, uh, and specifically like, I mean, but we can't tell. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, and specifically like the, uh, the, the games that we haven't seen before, like the Mario Kart tweaks that they've made, I'm really intrigued by that had some like double dash kind of, uh, kind of vibes about it with two items and, uh, new characters, that sort of thing. The, uh, the Mario game, um, the, that world looked pretty cool. Um, so I don't know, man, we'll, we'll see as they move forward and start talking about like launch lineup games. And, uh, and as far as like the power output goes, they just need to have a press conference and tell us about this thing. Like that's the problem that they didn't do that. And that's what makes it be like, yeah, I'm hyped, but like, I don't really know what I'm getting myself into yet. Like, and until I know that I can't really make a determination on, is this something that I'm really seriously interested in in terms of, a purchase. True. I mean, currently right now I'm pretty positive on it. And, uh, I mean, if, if the pre-orders were up, I would probably pre-order it just to make sure that I locked in and got one. Right. Um, yeah, we don't know when those are coming necessarily. So which we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they've been, they've kind of like uh, iffy on pre-orders recently as well. Cause I still don't think you can pre-order the, uh, what is it? The NES classic edition, the little small thing that's yeah. coming out this, you can't pre-order that yet. Right. Um, and so it's, it's, you know, a month or two out from release. So I don't know, man. It's, it, I, uh, at this point I'm excited about it. We'll see. That's over this week. Yeah. So big week. Yeah. Big week. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But next week, Chris, it's, exci- it's been exciting. It has been exciting. It, yeah. it, I mean, it's been like hit after hit after hit and yeah. it was all surprises. So that's it a good was. thing. Um, but next week we're going to be talking Gears of War, man. Yes. For real. Yeah. For reals this time. Cause I don't see anything else. Nope. There's nothing else that would, uh, take the, take precedence there. I mean, unless people come out and surprise us again, but I really don't think that they, man, they Battlefield will. one comes out, uh, tomorrow. Oh, that's exciting. Man, I, uh, my, man, I really want to kind of want to rent that and play that. Man, that campaign intrigues me. That's what I'm saying. I, I, it's probably it's probably only a six six to eight hour campaign. I could rock that. We got to finish Gears of War first. Finish Gears of War, then we'll see where we're at. Yeah, yeah, I All like right. that. All right, cool. That's it for this week. You can find us at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven, and at Stay Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends, let us know what you think of our podcast. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time. On Stay Stay on on Target. target.